It is Monday on Daily Delivery. Patrick Royce here with me. I am Michael Rand. Patrick, uh, you and I were thinking the same thing this morning. As soon as you, as soon as we started talking, before we started recording, you mentioned this, and I had already thought of the same thing. Uh, Patrick, I don't think it's terribly surprising that the Vikings and the Wild won on Sunday. You know, the Wild has been going, have been going pretty good since making the coaching change. You know, Vikings were playing an inferior opponent. They were favored in that game, even if it's a road game at Vegas. But Patrick, none of us would have imagined that the Vikings and Wild would not just win, but win by the same score, three yes. to nothing. What What is this, 1912? Like, what are we doing here? Three to nothing? Uh, I looked up the Wild score about midnight last night before I nodded off and said, wait yeah, a me minute, too. 3-0. That sounds familiar. <laughs> I said, yes. wait, wait, this has never happened in history. You <laughs> must they, not have, yeah. That the, that the football team and the hockey team won by the same score. Uh, you know, I don't, I, I'm not willing to say that the North Stars and that, they, maybe they both won seven to three someday or something. Right. But I, uh, seven to six, I can yeah. pretty much say it, uh, since I think the Vikings have only had one other 3-0 game in their history, 1971, a famous yeah. game against Green Bay and Met Stadium. I would say we can pretty well state that that hasn't happened. That the Wild and the Vikings, or the, uh, or any hockey team, any NHL team, and uh, NFL team have won by the same score. That I don't think that's happened very often. That's for no. sure. It no. was God, it was a horrible game. I was, you know, I don't. A lot of times, I just, especially that time of day, I got other stuff going. I don't focus completely on every Viking play. But I couldn't leave yesterday. It was so bad. It was it was mesmerizing. It was like a horror movie. It was like a bad horror movie from the nineteen fifties. It was terrible. Poor Josh Dobbs. They were they were trying to make excuses for him in the first half, and then they finally gave up and started saying, uh, "Well, you know, Mullins came in and he actually made the right pass to a guy in the you know out in the flat and made a couple of decent." throws not not with any zip on them but uh yeah our josh dobbs phenomenon and it, it's funny mike it just seems that what the first two games he was fine and then yeah they said okay let's keep him in the pocket yeah you know, let's make it let's not let him run out of the pocket so he can't throw out of the pocket that's we have we have discovered why he had seven teams in three months or something yes. he can't throw out of the pocket and uh I would be uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's not dressed uh, when they go to Cincinnati that they have Jaron Hall as the backup. But you know, I give O'Connell credit. He said, "Okay, we're going to let him try it." With uh, you know, the last two haven't been good. He didn't flat out stay that, but we're going to let him try it with Jefferson. And then, of course, Jefferson got hurt. But uh, yeah, yeah, this was by far his. He's been he was bad last week. He, with, with all those interceptions, but he was way worse yesterday. He was horrible, and uh, it managed to managed with the defense. Basically, oh, uh, Vegas was three plays and a punt. They yes. kept giving it back to him, and they never moved anywhere. No, were, it was it was just brutal, and uh, they end up winning. So they're still, uh, I think they're sixth now in the playoffs. But this, yes. they are this team isn't going to make any kind of a run. Although Detroit is, they get to play Detroit twice. They, and Detroit's, Detroit's leaking like they we had knew they would. So uh, 
You know, they could still win the division and get a home game. Yeah, they control the their playoffs. own destiny. They went out. Yeah. They're going to be the division yeah. champs. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, they might lose at Cincinnati next week. Yes. They're no. I mean, they're they they're they're capable of losing to anybody right now. They're the offensive line. That's the big thing coming out yeah. of that. Who's going to play? O'Neill gets hurt. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Reisner Risner, Risner gets hurt. Yeah. And uh, they, they basically got the left tackle, and everybody else else is banged up. So, what what's the offensive line going to look like when they get to Cincinnati next? Because it's a short week. It is Saturday, yeah. so yeah, it's a, it was a they won, but it was a disaster. Uh, yeah, as pretty much as, uh, football game as uh, with the injuries and uh, and everything else going on. It was terrible. I the. They kept talking about having 30,000 Viking fans there, and they probably was, but they didn't make any noise at all. What was there to cheer for? It was three to nothing. It was the the quietest place I've ever heard for a football game. It was amazing. There can be a bad game that's like 16-13, and at least there's probably some moments, and there's a touchdown somewhere in there, but three to nothing, like if it's just punts, and it was just punts, too. There was like, there was, what was the signature play of the game? Like the uh, probably the Ivan Pace interception ending, and he had a great game. Like the defense was yeah. very good, but man, like three to nothing. Like imagine if you traveled all the way to Vegas for that. Imagine if you did that. Oh. Yeah, I would. Uh, you would. You would remember your Saturday night party more than you would the game. Yeah. That's for sure. So uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was brutal. It was. It was unbelievable because you're right. I mean, how many were just. Three and outs. How many? How many? A lot. Was there not even one first down? It no, was, the Vikings. Uh, the, thing, the, the Vikings didn't even turn it over. They had zero turnovers. No. Yeah, that's true. Otherwise, like, otherwise, uh, uh, Raider, uh, Raiders were down there where they could have kicked a field goal, so they could still be playing three three. It yes. could have been three three. One of the exciting games. Still didn't go. Oh, well, they would have called it at some point for overtime. But yeah, it, now here, Patrick. Here's the thing, and you you brought this up a little bit already, but. Hey, yeah, Dobbs mania is definitely over. You know, he had that great, you know, he had the great some great moments in that relief win over Atlanta. Beat they helps him beat the Saints with that great first half, and then cools down a bit uh-huh. in the second half. But ever since then, you know, ever since he's learned more of the offense, <laughs> and as defenses have figured out, okay, here's what he doesn't do all that well, especially with the Vikings. He's gotten worse. Like, how do you, how do we reconcile the fact that he keeps getting worse the more he knows about this offense? And they made a point of telling us this on the broadcast how he stayed in town all week last week during the bye week to learn the offense better. Yes. Yes. That was what they were telling us. He wanted to become more familiar yeah. with plays he couldn't run. So okay. it was uh, yeah. What was yeah. What was going on in these meetings with O'Connell the, during the bye yeah. week? Like, what what are they, you know, they're sitting there hashing out film. They're like, okay, here's what I want you to do. Okay, yeah, here's what I do well. And it re- results in zero points. That's ba- that's baffling to me. You would have thought they could come out with something that, that was better than that. You know, some of it's the Raiders are pass rushing, things like that. But some of it's just... The game plan wasn't great, and Dobbs was terrible, and you know, whatever, whatever you want to do with uh, that, I don't get. I don't get it. I know, and you know, in, in uh, Arizona, I think he was one and seven, right? But yes, he was never. They was never like completely no. inept as far as I mean. They blew some games, and he made some mistakes, and they were bad team. But he was never like this. It was. It was like. <laughs> It was junior varsity of, of uh, you know, he just he had no idea what he was doing. And, the, and the, it, it, the, the amazing thing to me was the 
idiotic, fantastically stupid play calling by the Raiders, too. What was Yes. Okay, we've thrown this little screen pass here nine times for three yards. Let's do it again. Each time on the first play, they threw this thing, so they were second and 12. Everybody knew it was coming. It was, God, they were stupid. They were, it was just, they were so stupid. It was amazing. And then the Vikings, of course, couldn't do anything with all the endless opportunities they have. Yeah, that was, a, that, was a, that was one of the worst football games of all time. There's no doubt about it. And and through all of that, they're seven and six. They yeah. like you said, they they've got a decent chance still of being at least a wild card. Um, and if they win, if they win at Cincinnati next week, they'll at least put themselves in a conversation where, hey, if you win your last three division games, you are going to be the division champs because you're two games behind Detroit now, and you play Detroit twice. Detroit leaking a little bit of oil right now. I wouldn't be terribly surprised if one of those two teams, Green Bay has a really soft schedule down the stretch. Wouldn't be shocking if one of these teams runs them down or at least gives them a scare. But, you know, they're going to start, they're almost certainly, Patrick, going to start their fourth quarterback in 14 games next week. It's, it's yeah, like, what I, I can't remember a season like that. I know they've had a lot of seasons where they cycled through guys, you know, that back in the, Tommy Kramer, Wade Wilson, Sean Salisbury, whoever else is going to stick kind of days. And even the, the Tavares Jackson, Gus Farratt, Kelly Holcomb, you never know who's going to play kind of games. But four and thir- four and 14 games, uh, that that to me is, I can't tell if this is one of Kevin, Kevin O'Connell's greatest coaching efforts or if what's happening to Dobbs and the offense this year is kind of an indictment of him. Uh, I don't know. I thought that the uh, I thought the offensive line was better until about two weeks ago when they yeah. started to get back, back banged up, and uh, uh, I, you know, that yeah, yesterday I just don't know what that I don't know what he could have done to change things. And he couldn't run, and they couldn't run the ball, and Dobbs couldn't make a play, and uh, uh, but I mean, it was it was horrible, and uh, you know, then they. You know, you go back to the Bears' loss too. Now, who's there? They played Detroit twice, and who's the other? Is Green it Bay. Oh, Green Bay. Green Bay. Bay. New Year's Eve night. New Year's Eve night here. Yeah, it's here. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's that's because uh, they're playing pretty good right now, but they yes. play tonight. I I look at them and I still think they can screw up at any moment. I don't think they're yeah. that good. So, uh, well, right now. You look at the division, the Bears, the Bears should have beaten the Lions twice in a row. They had them beat uh, a couple of weeks ago. Right. They're all even. They're all the same. You got four teams in the division. They're all the same. They're all mediocre as could be. So, you know, you could end up, you know, winning the division, I guess. I don't know if they're uh, – the defense is uh, – the defense is good, though. It's yeah, amazing the turnaround. The main is amazing the turnaround Flores has made with this defense. <laughs> And uh, some players that we didn't expect, you know, Ace and uh, Ace, yeah, he was great. Uh, the others, the third safety, and uh, Dallas, yeah, yeah. I mean, they got these guys who make plays. So, uh, uh, and they made Vegas look like complete stoops yesterday. So, I don't know. It was. Uh, it's a game to talk about for uh, all week because <laughs> for, for the ages. You know, what was your? What was your? Most scream at the TV moment yesterday when you watched that game. If you're a Viking fan, what did you say? When was it? Would you say what 
is going on here? When was it when you got completely? Uh, I, I should have got up at halftime and driven to a bar and listened to people complain. Right. It would have been great. So, well, I, I was, I had some stuff to do the yesterday afternoon. So it was one of those games where I was going to kind of catch up to it kind of halfway through and, and watch the rest of it. But inevitably I start getting a bunch of texts on a, on my, one of my major group, on one of my major group texts. And I'm just, I'm trying to avoid them, but I'm seeing them like, what is going on here? This game is terrible. I'm like, okay, I kind of got to know what's happening here. So I check in and I see that it's zero, zero at halftime. The Jefferson's already left with an injury and now he's out. I'm like, what, like, what is this? So I, I didn't watch much of the first half in retrospect, but I did, did catch up to it, but yeah, it, it's it's kind of funny too, Patrick. It's kind of like the comments on um, on any of our stories or social media. Like if if the Vikings were winning that game, the group text would have been silent. But when anytime anytime something yeah. terrible is happening, it just it lights up and people. It is it is something for people to talk about. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it is, and uh, you know, I I always say the, the I remember when we were originally going to start having comments in the paper uh, was we're going to have these intellectual discussions <laughs> on the topics of the day. Hasn't quite turned out that way. No, hasn't quite turned out that way. So okay. anyway, screaming matches between two people <laughs> yes. who haven't read the article. That's what we're going to have. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I. Anyway. Uh, I don't know what to it's, make of it. Anyway, they're they're seven and six somehow through all of this. They're probably going to wind up something like eight and nine or nine and eight. They've got am, winnable was, games, losable games. I, I was thinking today though, they're going to bring Cousins coming back. Yeah, you. Thinking, yeah, you unless know, unless they just decide to give up. And and he, you know what? Everybody's saying, "Well, how are they going to pay him?" He's not going to. There's not going to be a big market for him. He's hurt. He's never won anything. He's coming back from an injury. They like him here. He's not going to get a four-year deal for no. He's not going to get four. He's no. going to. He's going to. You're going to. You're going to get him back for low twenties. I think. Oh, I, I wouldn't think. Do. I don't think so. I, think I do. I yeah. do. I low twenties. Wow. I think. I don't. You know. I mean. Now maybe it. You know. It'll progress a little. But I think that no. He's not. Nobody's going to give him thirty million dollars. I don't think so. I don't think so. Who wants him? Who's who wants him? That's that close. That I mean, I, I don't think anybody wants him. I don't he'll, really. I think he'll because at least get they're a- not going someplace that's building, and you know, who's in New England's not going to bring him in, thinking no. they're on the brick brick of winning or something. I don't think there's going to be a market for him. He's thirty five or six years old. He's coming off an injury. He's, uh, you know, he's not the modern quarterback. He's uh, can't move. He probably moved less well. I, I think he's probably going to be more valuable to this team than anybody else. That I agree with. I just, I think he's going to get thirty to thirty-five for a couple of years. I don't, I don't, I don't. Maybe he can give them some kind of a deal. Or they're going to have a, they're going to have to. What, what do they have? Those voidables at the end? Voids, yeah, they'll put some void years on that thing. That's for void, sure. I mean, he's, he's already got. Like they're going to have to. Cap wise, they're going to have to account for the cre- the creativity they've already uh, had on this deal. That just doesn't go away when you sign a new contract. Ben Gessling has talked about that a lot. So there's there's going to oh. still going to be some extra cap penalties for all of those past deals. But yeah, he's he's still going to get paid something. But yeah, he, the, his value, his worth is certainly more here. He doesn't want to leave. He likes it here. He doesn't want to go somewhere oh, yeah, else. I don't think. Unless he's, you know, unless he's bitter that they didn't give him the deal, and you know, he'll. I don't think that's how he. I don't think that's how he is, though. I think that's that, that's probably. Not I don't how he's think gonna go. 
I don't think there's a big market for him. Plus, you know, I think the Russell Wilson situation has taught people a lesson, you know, that quarterbacks can be done at 35. Don't just, don't just think because he's been good, he's going to keep being good and that you should true. bring in some veteran for unlimited money. No, and the Jets found that out too. The guy lasted four plays. I don't care what anybody says. He lasted, Aaron Rodgers lasted four plays. Yeah. You know, I'd give, I give cousins a two-year, fifty million dollar contract. If you don't like it, take a hike. You know. <laughs> yeah, I like his his leverage has increased a little bit in the last few games. You start to see the offense without him. You start to think, okay, you know, obviously you'd have someone else that had the benefit of full training camp, things like that, if you went a different way. But yeah, it's 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 a fa- it's fascinating. I think Ben laid it out pretty well. All the stuff that's out in front of them now over the next four games. Now, this is kind of the preview before the Raiders game. Like, hey, like, I don't want to think about a Vikings future that doesn't include Brian Flores, but he's going to be a head coaching candidate again. Like, how? What? what's this team next year if they don't have Brian Flores? Uh, what's this team next year if they you know, still got the Jefferson contract hanging over? You got Derrissaw extension to figure out. You got quarterback to figure out. It's a lot for this offseason. Yeah, yes, yes, it is. And, uh, you know, yesterday did not, yesterday did not improve your outlook. <laughs> so, no, uh, we got less problems than we thought, especially with the offensive line and what's going on there now with everybody getting hurt. And, uh, uh, I don't know. It's, they can, they can, uh, you look at the schedule, they could beat anybody and they could go 0 4. They sure could. Anywhere between 0 and 4 and 4 and 0, which probably means they'll go 2 and 2 and finish 9 yeah. and 8 and probably make the playoffs and yeah. probably not last very long. Grand Casino would like to take a moment and salute the true football fan the passion, the hope, the anticipation, that incomparable feeling of winning. Grand Casino would also like to take a moment to remind you that you can find all that anticipation, thrill, and winning at Grand Casino. Grand Casino, let your story begin. Speaking of defensive coordinators who might leave, we know one that already left, Patrick. Uh, oh, Joe, Rossi. Joe Rossi going to Michigan State. Interesting. Uh, that's Every, interesting now. to me. This coach, Jonathan Smith, Jonathan Smith, has got a really good reputation, you know. So, yeah. uh, uh, Oregon State guy getting out of there, getting out of the Pac-2. He was, uh, you know, the he was in the Pac-2, Washington State and Oregon State. So, uh, Michigan State. And uh, what's the deal here? I don't know. Uh, he was making good money. They paid him a good money here. Uh, and he... Uh, Fleck lost his offensive coordinator last year. Uh, and uh, so we probably were blaming the offensive coordinator for the problems last right. year. And uh, so he decided to leave. And now uh, the opposite. Now it's the opposite. Uh, Rossi, yeah. who we love. Now they didn't, the defense didn't have a very good year. Uh, no. But. You know, they didn't have very good players. No. <laughs> so they had, a, they had a few good players. But I got a hunch that uh, – I got a hunch Flex, the kind of guy that uh, has a – when he has a Monday meeting after a loss, he, he probably not – he might say it's all on me to uh, – Yeah. 
on Saturday afternoons, I don't think he says it's all on me at those meetings. I got a hunch he's kind of like Holtz and uh, not an easy guy to work for because of the, the, the enormity of the ego. And the guy just said, okay, I'm going to go someplace where where I don't have to listen to this every week. That's just utter yeah. speculation on <laughs> sure. my point. But it is interesting that uh, – that uh, you know, this, this certainly doesn't improve Joe Rossi's chances of being a head coach someplace, going to Michigan State. So uh, it's, uh, it. I think it's a uh, reflection on uh, on a coach that's hard to work for. Yeah. And uh, you know, they might pay him an extra hundred thousand, but that's not that's yeah, not he was, why. He was about to make a million and a half here next yeah. year. His contract yeah, right. was going to get better. Like sounds like Michigan. I saw Randy's story, Randy Johnson's story. Michigan State's defensive coordinator was making about a million two last year. So I'm sure he's getting something more than that. Maybe some must be something more than he was going to make here. But it's not a clear like, hey, they were underpaying their assistants kind of thing. This was that's not no. what's going on here. No, and uh, when he when asked about it, I'm sure that. Uh... I'm sure Fleck will blame it on money, but uh, I don't know. It's uh, the guy had a, I mean, he was, a, he was rushed into the job and, and really you didn't think had much chance to keep it when they, they made the change in mid season, right? Yeah. Mid 2018. Uh, right. When they, that was, yeah. that was kind of the turnaround that year. And, I mean, and he had been at uh, Rutgers and, you know, on a failed coaching staff at Rutgers, he had no big uh, reputation as a coach and they, turned it around and he had, you know, he sent a lot of guys to the NFL. That's for sure. So, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, a. I would think it's a loss. Where are they going to go get a new one? I don't know. I don't know. Where they, from what within, I don't know. But yeah, he, they, I don't know. They've got, uh, they've got, they've had some issues here, haven't they? I mean, it's yeah. interesting, interesting off season, interesting off yeah. season, just like the, oh, I mean, yeah. they, well, and if you didn't like the defense this year, uh, their two best wins this year were probably 13-10 over Nebraska and 12-10 over Iowa. Yeah, <laughs> who, that's who, right. who won those games? The defense did. Yeah. Yes, that's true. But uh, now we got a run-and-gun quarterback from New Hampshire. So yes. It's, Matt, it's, uh, it's Brosmer, by the way, not Brosmer. I, I've, I've been calling him Brosmer. Brosmer. It's Brosmer. I, I watched some highlights the other day. I went down a went down a bit of a rabbit hole to see just, you know, what, uh, what this guy looks like. Yeah. He looks like, you know, playing put at a different a level, of, but he's, he's accurate. He's, he's looks pretty good. He can play. Put up a lot of points. Yeah. There they, they, they lost a lot of, I looked, they lost a lot of 45 to 35 games. So yes. Uh, yeah. He'll, he'll probably be an improvement. And, uh, the kid that's leaving hasn't gotten a job yet. Uh, no, not that I can see in the, in the portal anyway. Well, but, you uh, know, and I went back and looked at his his body of work. Like we, you know, I said this to Chip when I had him on. I think last week I was like, "Man, we 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 pumped him up an awful lot off of what amounted to one game, that game against Wisconsin." He yeah. just he he. I mean, we we kind of fell into the oh, what if he can do this for a full season kind of trap, and they hyped him up, and it was like you know he we we say he had a disappointing season. He hadn't really done much until this year. Like I know they maybe they were optimistic about him, but I think we 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 being the the collective followers, some of us who watch this team and write about this team and talk about this team might have fallen into the narrative that they were putting out there instead of following the evidence of our eyes, which was that, hey, aside from that game, he wasn't terribly good or accurate last year. Why would he be a lot better this year? Yeah, well, and then the well, the coach was telling us he had an NFL yes. future. The yes. season started, so uh, he was uh, – 
he was talking him up big time. So uh, he's, you know, part of the responsibility for the public's optimism has to be him. But then again, we're still waiting for Vic Veramata to come in here and take us to the Rose Bowl. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, they're uh, with the new league coming in. And uh, it's, uh, I think, uh, I think Gopher football has a chance to become really irrelevant here if they don't uh, figure something out here. Because, I, you know, you're going to be... You know, you don't have the beloved. You don't have six games in the beloved Big Ten West next year. No. You have, you know, everything is you. You're playing the. Your only guaranteed opponents are Wisconsin and Iowa, right? I think that's right. Yeah, that, and those it's are the only two. The, the only two, and otherwise, it's you know. Now, I got a hunch the league's going to maneuver the schedule so that if you're rotten, you know, for a couple of years, and they're putting the schedule out you're going to end up getting to play Rutgers and Maryland and, uh, you know, Indiana and Purdue. And right. you're going to get to play an easier schedule, you know, because they're going to make sure that uh, Ohio State's playing one of the L.A. teams and, you know, maybe both of them. And uh, they're going to they're going to make this schedule TV friendly, which means Ohio State and Michigan will be playing the toughest schedules in the league, I would think. And and then if you're at the bottom, you're gonna be playing an easier schedule. But who knows? The first uh the first what they got the schedule out for like five years, right? Or four years or something. They put it out. And, I think so, uh, yeah. It looks fairly balanced as far as you're playing you're playing two of the four West Coast teams every year, one at home, one on the road, and uh, you're going to be underdog in all those games. So, right. Anyway. How are you? And you know, in this in this era of college football, it's always been hard to kind of break out from like the bottom into the middle and the top tier of teams. Or you know, how, how are you supposed to get better now? Like you're, you can say you can go ahead and have a great recruiting class, but you could lose everybody after a year if they don't like their playing time. If they just decide they're going to transfer, if your key players transfer, like it's it's so hard to break out of a bad cycle right now. So if they have another bad year or two, then all of a sudden you're like, well, how, how are they supposed to do this? Not like the, it's not like the pros. Like if you have, if you have, if you're at the bottom of the big 10, your roster is going to get rated. If you're in the bottom of the league in a pro league, you're going to get a top five draft pick. Like you're going to get good players coming in naturally for being bad at those levels here. You're going to get your roster rated. So there, there, I, I do feel like you're right. There's a, there's a little bit of a, a precipice here where it's like it could it could get bad here if they if they're not careful if they're not if they don't if they're not able to figure something out and have kind of a a reverse year next year if they're not at least able to go something like seven and five next year and against that schedule that'd be awfully good I mean this is a much better schedule like you said yeah I don't know what uh, I, I I don't know who they're playing for their non-conference games, but uh, we got North Carolina yeah, gonna, again. I think they're going to be four, five, four, you know, five, four, four, five in the Big Ten most years, maybe three, six sometimes. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's tough sledding. We got the Dinky Town Collective coming up with they yes. they got some guys to say that they're yes. uh, they're sticking around, so uh, they're not losing everybody, but. I, you know, the fact that we're celebrating every time some guy says he's staying. Right. Well, you didn't stink this year, so 
you know, the team right. was uh, three and six in the league, right? Three and six. Was uh, it three and six? Yes, three and six in the league, correct. Three and six in the league. So, uh, and then that's the Big Ten West. You lost some of the worst games ever. So, I, I don't know. I don't think we should have a parade every time no. some uh, left tackle says he's sticking around. But, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know where we're headed here, but Joe Rossi bailing is interesting because Michigan State right now is at the bottom. Yeah. How about them? Because they, you know, they're going to play Michigan. They're going to have the guaranteed Michigan game every year. Right. They're going to. They're out there in the East, uh, yeah. playing Penn State and Ohio State, and uh, but uh, I, 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 it'll be interesting to see what happens. The Mel Tucker loss. Are they really right. going to get away with not paying him anything? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know. Uh, the ninety million they owe right. him. They're not going to pay him anything. I doubt that. So. Um, hey, let's speaking of optimism, you told me before we started recording that you heard on the Gopher men's broadcast the other day that one of the announcers was saying, Hey, this should be a, a team in the what the top half of the Big Ten and an NCAA tournament team at the end of the year. Uh, okay, Fife now, this is Fife, and I think he played at Michigan or Michigan okay. State. Now, his daddy, Dan Fife, I believe that was yeah. his daddy who pitched for the Twins once way back, okay, 60 years ago, I think. But it's Fife, and he was kind of babbling, but I'm I'm laying on the couch not paying much attention, reading it, and he says, I think uh, this will be a f- top five, six team in the Big Ten, Ben Johnson has going here. And then a guy kind of says, ah, you know, the guys with him is kind of, and he says, yeah, I'd be very surprised if they don't make the NCAA tournament. So uh, he said that, and uh I'm not saying the guy's an expert. I'm just saying it surprised me that anyone had that opinion about yeah. our coach. I mean, now, there's some things I like about him. I like yes. his, I like I like Ola Joseph and uh, and the big kid Payne because they go down low and they knock the hell out of people trying to get to the basket. And you know, Darson Garcia is okay when he's playing offensively, but I don't like their guards really much, too much, no. and. Uh, Although Christie's Christie's, uh, Christie's all right, yeah, he's pretty good. Might be a player, but uh, they're better. They're better, but yes. I would be surprised if uh, I would be surprised if that optimism came uh, came to fruition. But uh, that that's part of the. Uh, I tweeted that out, by the way, and yeah. uh, to the current attitude about go for basketball is such. Everybody ridiculed it. Nobody said right. hooray, you know. Right. So the. You know, the, but then again, on Twitter and our comments and everything, you're you're not attracting the optimists too much. But, uh, <laughs> you are. That is not a not a site. X Twitter, but, whatever uh, we call it, is it is not the place for optimists, is it? It is a place no, for. It's a no, place for. No, but pessimism. you look at the Big Ten right now, and there's a lot of rotten teams. Uh, I was way worse than they are. McCaffrey got thrown out of the game again yesterday. Jeez. If you're an official, you don't hate him. You're not trying, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they're they're not good, and Purdue's you know supposedly good, but they're way overrated. And uh, uh, Michigan's not very good. It's a it's a mediocre league. So uh, I don't know. But when the you know eight and twelve, that might save him. I think you know he's got to. They can't be horrible, or he won't save his job. But if he you know if they end up ninth in the Big Ten or tenth yeah. in the Big Ten and. <laughs> Yeah. Go eight and twelve or something. I think, yeah, because they got a couple of recruits coming in. I think, yeah, they'll let, got, I, I think they give them another swing at it. So they need to make tangible improvement this year. But that would probably be that would certainly qualify as that. Now the women, 
beat Purdue, yeah, dramatic but... finish. I think they had a steal and then a couple of free throws at the end to pull out pull out one against Purdue. Um, they only lost once all year, right? They're, yeah, they right, lost to next. UConn. That was the only loss this yeah. year. They're they're pretty good too. They're you know they're we knew Mara. they had the players that we now they've got Plitza White coaching and you know she's doing a pretty good job so far. Looks like. Yeah, Mar Brown's a Brown's a heck of a player. The way it looks, and uh, they got a they got a couple others. They're uh, they're uh, you know they got this kid that she brought in. It was a West Virginia recruit, and then came here. Uh, the yeah. shooter, what's her name? Uh, uh, they got Grace a, Grace Grochowski. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah. And she makes a lot of shots. I haven't watched him yet, so uh, I can't really tell you. But Brown is a you know Brown is a you look at her number she's a pretty good player and they yeah. they thought she was going to be a great player so she's reaching that now you got to come up with some NIL money for them everybody's getting it everybody wants it and you know well the basketball you know all the NIL money the Gophers are raising the Dinky Town things going to Fleck yes. you know these other schools don't have any I mean look at volleyball Jeff Day pointed this out to me Booth went to Wisconsin they're in the final four. When mm-hmm. us went to Texas, they're in the final four. And the number one recruit, that Laney Chobay from North Carolina, was going to come here. And I think she was like one or two in the country. And she ended up in Nebraska, and they're in the final four. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they lost They lost three great players. Uh, they, they, you know, they, they, they switched coaches, and they also had no other incentive to keep them here. So, uh you know, volleyball is, uh, well, I've been an important sport over there, and I don't think they got any NIL money either. So it's, uh, you know, we're pumping it all into football. And to what end? Yeah. Where are you going to be if you're pumping it all into? We we hope to retain our mediocrity. <laughs> That's right. Right. Yes. You know? So we call it parody these days in, in yeah. sports mediocrity. We call it parody, but you know, you see the NCAA too wants, you know, they're, they're trying to say, Hey, now the schools should, schools should be able to run these NIL collectives. Let's start paying, let's start paying players. Let's start doing this and that they're, they're, they're kind of trying but, to change. It the, looks like they're trying to put a limit on it. Yes. You know? Or yeah. I, don't, I think, I think that I don't think that works, you know, to pay everybody thirty thousand or whatever it was. Plus, that was only going to be select schools. That'd be like the right. top third of the Big Ten. You'd end up in the other. You know, it, the, the plan that the coach, the president, came out with didn't seem to make any sense to me at no. all. It was a starting. I got point, one but... last complaint. Okay, let's hear it. The wild game. I'm reading the wild gamer today. Okay, right this morning. Yeah, the new coach Heinze. Yeah, Heinze. Good. He refers I like it. to he refers to Middleton as Mitty, mm, and he refers to uh, Faber as Fabes. He okay. hasn't been here long enough <laughs> to be calling him Mitty and Fabes. You got to be here at least a season before you start grow up. Call them by their names. I hate it. You can't, Jake Middleton, crusty old defenseman. Yeah, so, you know, out there stumbling grow, around, grow you a He's great mini. playoff, grow you, you a great playoff be the, beard. You can't be the coach for two weeks and call him Mitty for goodness sake. Grow up! What? I'm down on you, Heinz. I'm already down Heinzy. on you. I don't know what, what? happens, Heinz. 
when do we decide if a guy gets the I, the Y sound at the end of his name, and when does he be just get the well, S? Sure as hell, not MIDI. MIDI. Middle, That's an interesting. You know, mids, you know, MIDI, mids, Gorilla or something. But geez. but, but you know, some of these guys know. get the Y, hey, and some of them get the what? S. He's a he's a Jake. Look at him. He's Jake. He doesn't yeah. have to be MIDI. He's Jake. Look, he's, he's a got a one-syllable first name. He's, he's got a one-syllable first name. Plus, he looks like a Jake. He looks like a Jake, and now you, you moron, are calling him Mitty. And then we got Fabes. Fabes. Uh, it's Fabes. Oh, hockey. They're, Gardy would have been a great hockey coach because he did that with all of his oh, baseball. Yeah, he did. Too, but you can't be here two weeks and start calling these guys Fabes and Mitty. Be here a little longer, and then you can then you can be that familiar. You're not that familiar with them, buddy. So anyway. I like it. The good that's okay. a good rant. Good way to end it. Book end of the show with three nothing <laughs> victories by the Vikings in the Wild. Hey, you know maybe next week uh, both teams will win seventeen to thirteen. That'd be a new that would be uh, that'd be a new that twist. Would... I'd I'd watch that hockey game. I tell you that much. I'd watch it more yes. than a three nothing football game. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Good Thank time. you. Yeah. Bye.